morning. As Francis said, I'm Dave. I'm normally locked in there, making a lot of noise. Um, but today I've been let out to be uh, part of 10 talks, so lucky you. Um, since being asked to talk on the Psalms, I've really uh, taken time and felt God encourage me to push uh, my comfort zones and challenge myself to further trust God. And it's also been a good point to uh, really focus me to make time to pray and listen to what God wanted me to bring. Obviously, I didn't want to come up here and say nothing and bore you to death about drumming. Um, and thankfully, it didn't take long uh, for God to show a side of him that I'd not necessarily contemplated before. Um, and it didn't take long reading the Psalms that David often uh, cries out to God in some real, uh, some real desperation. But one of the things that struck me the most was uh, the image of God that he describes in Psalm 18 really, really struck me. Um, and this made me ask, uh, what does God look like to me? And, and therefore, what might God look like to you? Uh, I've been coming to Kings now for about 15, 16 years. Uh, grew up in Kings back when it used to meet at Lady Verney's school. My parents were very much part of Kings uh, as, it, as it grew. Um, and... Over that time, I've also been to other churches and uh, I've been to other Christian festivals and I've listened to what uh, God is like and I've heard uh, the message, Jesus saves and forgives. And I guess over that time, um, in your mind's eye, it kind of builds up an imagination of what the image of God would actually look like. Um, And I'd like you to uh, think about how you see God and keep that image in your mind while I read from Psalm 18. Uh, I'm going to read Psalm 18. Uh, It is the second longest psalm in the Bible. Thankfully, I'm not reading it all. Um, But I'm going to read verses 6 to 11 and then 16 to 19. Uh, And it says, uh, In my distress, I called to the Lord. I cried to my God for help. From his temple, he heard my voice. My cry came before him into his ears. The earth trembled and quaked, and the foundations of the mountains shook. They trembled because he was angry. Smoke rose from his nostrils. Consuming fire came from his mouth. Burning coals blazed out of it. He parted the heavens and came down. Dark clouds under his feet. He mounted the cherubim and flew. He soared on wings of the wind. He made darkness his covering, his canopy around him, the dark rain clouds of the sky. He reached down from on high took hold of me. He drew me out of deep waters. He rescued me from my powerful enemy, from my foes who were too strong for me. They confronted me in the day of my disaster, but the Lord was my support. He brought me out into spacious place. He rescued me because he delighted in me. Uh, when I read this the first time, I was quite blessed. I was by a poolside and some nice sunshine and taking some time out with God. Um, And this was a real 180-degree flip on the image that I had. It says, smoke from his nostrils and consuming fire from his mouth. I certainly have never imagined God to be a fire-breathing God with smoke rising from his nose, breathing fire and coming to earth with dark clouds under his feet, riding a cherubim. Um, While I was on holidays with the family, I uh, had the experience of kite surfing. I'd never done it before, always fancied doing it. They do it down near where my mum lives. So I thought, I'm going to give this a go. Basically, if you don't know what that is, it's a large kite and it's strapped via a harness and you've got to control it while surfing on a, on a board and 
being taken along the sea and try and stand up at the same time. So when I was reading this, I guess you can really see how cherubim riding really captured my imagination. Um, But then I started to think about not only what this looks like, but what does this mean? Uh, My own spiritual earthly battles and challenges, perhaps. Things that really kind of get my heckles up or get me down or perhaps things that might make me anxious. And reading this passage, I had a real overwhelming sense that it's an image of God who comes battle-ready in this case. He comes ready to save, ready to help, ready for battle, our battle-ready God. David was in real need. He often, through the Psalms, he cries for help. You might say he kind of cries in desperation, and God hears his cry on this occasion, and he hears his prayer, and he hears his pain, and in this instance comes not with kind of a flowers and a pillow and a loving hug and a there, there, and a pat on the back, kind of get up, lad, you'll be fine, you've just grazed your knee. Um, He came ready for battle. The same God that in Exodus came to save his people from Pharaoh and he parted the Red Seas. The same God that sent and sacrificed his son Jesus who came battle ready to come and conquer death. And the best, most amazing bit when I... Uh, God kindly dawned on me. He came battle ready, not for a huge group of people. He came not for a crowd, but he came for an individual, David. One person. All that might, cosmic drama, for us individually. One of the many battles that I faced when I was growing up, um, for those that obviously know my bit about backstories, that when my parents divorced, you know, I thought, how could this happen to me? You know, I never in a million years thought that this would happen, and certainly not happen to two Christian people. Um, but it did, and it, it kind of really whipped the carpet out from under my feet, and it's really divided the family. And there's been parts of that that's probably still evident today, really, from from the, the natural divide and frictions that that causes. Um, but both at the time and looking back, God was there to catch me. A battle-ready God, ready to take on all the things that came next. Uh, Not only did he catch me, he provided, which is amazing really, he provided a career, uh, a career that I'm still in today and grown a business out of it. Um, He provided an amazing girlfriend at the time, who I thankfully married and have a wonderful family. Um, And it's clear across the Bible that God comes ready for battle on many, many occasions as well as giving us and preparing us for some of the battles that we might face today. Some of these battles that we might face would be anxiety, depression, illness. Uh, All these both physical and mental, spiritual battles are battles that we might be facing. And it says in verse 19, He brought me out into a spacious place and he rescued me because he delighted in me. Because he delighted in me. I'd like us to repeat that, if that's okay. Because he delighted in me. I'm going to read a couple of sentences at a time, and when I stop, I'd like you to join in with that phrase, because he delighted in me. Uh, God sent his son for the ultimate battle, because he delighted in me, so that we would be free from sin because he delighted in me, so that we would 
He spared God's judgment because he delighted in me so that we would be righteous in front of God because he delighted in me. He comes with this roaring power, battle ready for you and for me, just as he came for David. And all David had to do was ask. God says, ask and it will be given. I wonder uh, what battles you might face right now. And have you got a clear image of who God is to you? Well, I'll end with this picture from Psalm 18 that gives another aspect of God which has really encouraged me to know that I don't face life's challenges on my own. And I would really encourage us all to push those comfort zones and step out with our battle-ready God. And remember that within this life, we have an awesome, fierce, almighty, battle-ready God ready to step out with us. And he comes ready with his tools. You know, If I go out for a job, I go for an inquiry, I make sure I take the right tools with me and as I said, God doesn't come with these loving hugs and a there's there. He comes armoured, ready for battle, to go out with us, front line. Just as he did with Abraham and Moses and David. So I'd really like us to keep that image as we go out over the next days and weeks and, uh, and remember that we have a battle-ready God who's for us.